creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Min Win. And we are back. Hello, my name is Min Win, and this is The Lightning Rod. And today, we're just going to be revisiting hustle culture, the issues with it, and why the TCF brand isn't the biggest fan of it. So you're probably in quarantine right now, listening to my soothing, relaxing voice. And one thing that I noticed was this meme that's been going around, or a couple of memes that have been going around, or just a couple of Twitter posts about hustle culture and about people who are very, very into it, having a very superior attitude during this time when everyone's in quarantine, saying things like, well, if you are in quarantine right now, you have all the time in the world to learn a new skill, to work on your business, to improve yourself. And if you're not doing these things, then it was never the time that you lacked. It's the discipline that you lacked. And to that, I would like to make a retort today. So me and Tammy and the entire TCF team have a very interesting relationship with hustle culture. In past episodes, I have talked very explicitly about how I feel about it. But just to reiterate how I feel and all my emotions to it, I think it's a double-edged sword. Anything really is. And for me, hustle culture has its benefits and it also has its negatives. So the positive of it is that it gives you goals to set and it can honestly, if used correctly, it can really push you out of a really bad depressive state. It can be wonders for your mental and physical health. As I've said in the past and in previous episodes, I use some aspect of this hustle culture, which is like, you know, every morning you wake up, you rise and grind, you work, and then you just work, 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 you work towards your dreams, you work towards your goals, and you just get better. And I have done that in the past where I set a goal for myself for my weight loss, or I'll set a a goal for myself in my art or in my career where I'm like these little baby steps. And I just break down a larger goal into everyday steps in order to achieve my bigger goal. And that is part of hustle culture doing that. And that's a very productive and frankly, a very empowering thing to do. But on the opposite end of hustle culture that we've talked about in the past You can't do that every day. You're only human. You're not a robot. You can't wake up every morning at 5 a.m. and work on yourself or work on your goals. Sometimes you want to eat a big, fat, cheesy bean burrito and sit in your sweatpants and binge watch an entire series on Netflix. And that is okay. Everyone has those days. And I feel like a lot of people who are really invested in the rise and grind hustle culture of Twitter, or Instagram, they never show those days. They never show the days where they're sitting in their sweats or they don't really have their makeup on and everything is not primp and proper and they're just sitting scratching their stomachs on their couches watching like The Office for the 800th million time, you know? They're always talking about their productivity, showing pictures of their planners and organizers and all their filing cabinets. But honestly, that's the toxic side of hustle culture, where you're constantly portraying this image of rising and grinding every day at like 5 a.m. But I think probably the most toxic part of it that we've talked about in the past is shaming other people 
for not being able to meet those standards of waking up every morning at 5 a.m. and working out or working on your business or working on yourself as an individual. And a lot of business entrepreneurs, and Tammy knows way more about this than I do because she is a business entrepreneur. Um, this is a very common common attitude among some people in the community. They'll just be like, I worked like four jobs to pay off my dream, or I constantly worked on my side hustle. I constantly have that. And that's awesome. And that's great for you. And like that will never take away from your victories in life. But keep in mind, a lot of people, it's not that they lack discipline. It's that they lack either the mental wellness or they lack the time or frankly, just the privilege of time to do that. There's some people who are mothers of four. There's some people who have severe mental problems. And a situation like quarantine is very toxic for a lot of people. And to talk about like mental health for a second, you know, this situation in quarantine really exacerbates a lot of people's mental health problems and their mental health crises. So for me specifically, I suffer from clinical anxiety and clinical depression. And one thing that's been really affecting me is I'm constantly by myself and I am just talking with my friends over the internet. And while I'm getting that everyday social interaction and I'm getting sunlight and I'm going out, but social distancing just for jogs or going out to the woods alone, that is not enough for me as someone who is a bit of a social butterfly. So sitting in my room for most of the time working is very challenging for me and it does take a toll on me physically. But also, this is a point that's very important to discuss is that we cannot ignore that this is a global pandemic. And no matter where I turn on the news or on the internet, I will be bombarded with this news. And there is a sadness that I feel on a daily basis based on this event, this global pandemic. And I saw a couple news sources talking about this, and it's referring to this sadness that you feel as a form of trauma. It's a form of grieving. It's grieving for the life that you can't have. I can't at any moment go out to get sushi at 11 o'clock at night or at 11 o'clock in the morning. I can't do that anymore. And I can't see the love of my life. He's living in Atlanta and I'm here back home with my parents. And I can't just go to the comic book store at 1 a.m. to go play D&D with my friends. I can't go browse CDs at a record store. I can't do any of the things that I really, really wish I could do. I've missed so many people's birthday parties. One of my friends, bless her, just had a baby and I couldn't be there to celebrate with her. And a couple of my friends celebrated their anniversaries or their wedding anniversaries. And it's just, you know, it's one of those things where we missed. One of my best friends, her boyfriend, whom I loved like a brother, he just had his 30th um, birthday party and I couldn't be there. So we're mourning. We're in a period where we're mourning. We're mourning that we can't see our friends. We're mourning that we can't go to the events that we planned on. And it is a lot that has been canceled and a lot of our lives have been on hold. And I think the smartest thing that I've been hearing that's so much more positive than, oh, you lack discipline and shaming people for not being able to do more is you're not working at home. 
you're in a pandemic trying to work from home. And that rephrasing is so powerful to me. And it's very empowering because it's not placing any blame on anybody. And it really shifts the narrative in that we are all working through something. We're not just shifting gears and working from home. We have to readjust our lives. And there's a lot of chaos and a lot of mental and physical strain on our bodies. And we're not working from home. We're not grinding from home. We are at home trying to work through a pandemic. And just, I don't know, for me personally, just that rephrasing is so empowering and so impactful. So I just want to say to my listeners today that if you ever see those memes online or if you ever see anything or ever hear anyone talking about rising grind culture, don't let it discourage you and be nice about it. Just be like, hey, I'm doing the best that I can. And this is a global pandemic that we're working through. This is triggering for a lot of people's anxieties and a lot of people's depression and a lot of people's worries. So that brings me to part two of this episode. What can I do in quarantine that can help me through this? How can I still be positive? How can I still rise and grind in a positive manner that isn't going to affect my mental health? And this advice is for people who are privileged enough to still have a job because I understand that there's so many of our listeners who have to file for unemployment and that's a whole different struggle and that's a whole different battle that a lot of these people from this toxic rise and grind culture don't consider that's a hustle right there just trying to find a job just trying to feed your family for one more day so for my listeners who are working from home and are still able to have a job from home you are so blessed and this is the tactics that i've used to try to help cope through this situation is number one i try to keep my work and my resting space very separate This is now more important than ever because I'm stuck in a quarantine situation. I really don't go outside that much anymore, if at all. So I really try to keep my workspace very separate from my sleep space. So now I, my bed, before I used to casually maybe take my laptop to my bed, but now more than ever, I don't do that. My bed is for relaxation and for sleep and for reading and for unwinding. I play maybe some mobile games on there at max if I have technology, but in general, I'll just literally close my eyes or do anything else than work. And my office space is exclusive for working now. I don't do anything in this space other than work. And I do a lot of sitting nowadays. So that brings me to my second bit of advice. I've noticed a little bit of back pain and a little bit of, like, frankly, a little bit of butt pain because I've been sitting all day basically for six hours. So What I like to do is I will dedicate every hour, I will stop working for 10 minutes and just stretch my legs and I'll lift some weights for a little bit. I'll do some sit-ups, I'll do some push-ups just to keep me active because you could for real get blood clots. That's a real thing. And that's like the most extreme case scenario. But if you sit for too long, yeah, you can get blood clots and you can straight up die. No, that you think I'm exaggerating, but there are stories of my friends who have worked in the animation field who have blood clots in their legs and they've been hospitalized for them. So yeah, that would suck. So definitely get up, stretch your legs and stand, do a little bit of a walk around. It's good for you and it's healthy. 
And honestly, I also like to schedule times in the day where I will talk to people. And funny enough, actually, in quarantine, I've noticed that I've actually been a little bit more social than out of quarantine because more people have been reaching out to me. So I joined a book club, actually. And funny enough, I actually rekindled my relationship with my cousin that I haven't spoken to in a very long time. So that's been a huge positive for me. But I'll join a book club, an online book club. It keeps me busy and it helps me to just read a book whenever I can. And we're only meeting once a month for a nice long meeting. So that's enough time for me to read a book. And if I don't have the time, I actually just purchase the audiobook and just listen to it. And that gives me something to look forward to um, once a month. And I'm doing something other than working all the time, which is nice. Number three is whenever possible, I always try to just really connect with the people that I do have in my life. I live with my parents. I'm back home with them again because they're very old and I definitely want to take care of them. And I definitely really have been rekindling a lot of those relationships. I know a lot of you are either living with their significant other, you've moved in somewhere or you've moved out somewhere. So for people who have moved out and they're essentially living alone, that human contact is very important, even if it's just online. Rekindling those relationships or just talking with people and setting aside that time to speak with somebody is really important. And it can be so cathartic because we're all going through this together and it's lovely just to have that human interaction with somebody. So set aside that time. And also number four is sleep early, wake up early because now that you're living at home, and at home most of the time, people's sleep schedules are out the wazoo. I know people who have never taken afternoon naps a day in their life are now sleeping and not waking up until like midnight. It throws off your sleep schedule. So what I like to do is I actually like to wake up early, not to like, you know, be hypocritical about rising grind. I'm not waking up at 5am, but I'll wake up around nine or eight. And I will actually, what I like to do is typically If I have to drive to work or school, that's about an hour drive for me anyways. So now I wake up at seven, which is typically when I wake up to go drive to work. What I like to do is I'll wake up at seven and instead of that one hour drive to work, I'll wake up at seven and maybe I'll exercise or maybe I'll read a book or just use that one hour period to unwind and then I'll get to work because I'm wasting that hour like driving anyways. I'm now using that hour for something else, a little bit more productive. So that's a way to take that rising grind culture, but in a more productive way that's healthy because you're going to be using that hour anyways. Same thing with when I stop working for the day. So typically speaking, I'll stop working around five o'clock and then I'll drive home and it'll be six o'clock. So at five o'clock, if I'm driving and if I'm stuck in traffic anyways, well, now I'm not stuck in traffic. I'll do something else. I'll dedicate that one hour to working out or I'll dedicate that one hour to something that is completely unrelated to work. Because like I said, I would have been stuck in traffic anyways in that one hour. But now I have that hour to myself to do something. So just planning out your day like that and just setting up that healthy routine is still encompassing rise and grind, but in a healthy way. And that isn't shaming anyone that can't afford to do so. And if you can't do that or you don't want to work out, I totally respect that because For the first two weeks when I was in quarantine, I didn't really take my own advice. I was struggling. And admitting that is very empowering because, as I said, this is a global pandemic. And the feelings that you're feeling are grief and anger and 
they're very, very real and valid emotions. So just taking that hour, even just to rest and to collect yourself and just to casually meditate or just to do nothing is so valid at this moment. And no one should shame you for it. I'm not ever going to say to you, you have to work out at this hour. You have to do this. No, if you need that break, take that break. It's important. And we at TCF, we love our listeners and we love our family and we wish the best for you guys. And this is just my love letter to all of you. We're all going through this together and I sincerely hope that you are well. So this is Min Win with the lightning rod at the creative folks. We love you guys and keep rolling through it. We'll get through it together. All right. I'll see you next time. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by the creative folks.